0: Good morning and welcome to Wolfpack Live. I'm Andrew Marsh, and to my right, I have Max Greer. How are you doing this morning, Max? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm doing great. It's beautiful Friday morning. It's We have a couple of awesome games for the Wolfpack. We have the 6A football game at Emmaus, and we also have the District 2 4A championship game against Abington.
1: We'll talk about that a little later. What do you want to talk about nationally? I would say... Like you said a couple days ago the biggest uh biggest series in the world i guess the world series yesterday. How do you think those uh i think those Phillies are doing?
0: I think it's been a little tough last two days. You know game 3 was really great, 7 nothing win and then game 4 5 nothing loss complete. Uh combined no hitter and then they lose last night 3-2. But i think they can win it in 7. I think they'll win tomorrow. Wheeler on the mound, and then Game Seven, Suarez on the mound. So, what do you think?
1: I think I think if the Phillies could get that momentum back, because when they had the five home run game, I was like, it like you knew it just felt like the the Phillies were like going to win. But then yo know, Houston took it right back. But now we're going back to Houston now, so that's going to be a little tough. It you know, went two games on the road. Yeah,
0: the, and Houston they've never won a Game Six in the World Series, so it's going to be interesting. See, I think if the phillies win game 6 they could definitely win game 7 because when they start to lose momentum they really lose it but when they gain it they could play like the best team in baseball by far i think if they if they just wake the bats up then you know they'll be in pretty good shape yeah I, you know when you're top of the order you know whoever hits the home run it was an absolute laser lead off home run and then hoskins and real muto they both go they go a combined o for 10 and they each have Four strikeouts each, that's not great. You can't have that from your two and three hole hitters.
1: And uh, Houston's been playing pretty good defense too. I saw some highlights. The, 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 like, there was a great play at first base and in right field, who was that that made that catch? I think it was Chaz McCormick. Chaz McCormick, that was an absolutely outstanding catch, jumping like, you know, against the chain link fence. That was that was an incredible play. Yeah, when I, when Real Muto hit
0: that, I thought it was gone. I, I honestly thought he was going to hit a home run and tie it up in the bottom of the ninth, and he made McCormick, I think it was McCormick made the catch then you saw the crowd they were at they were pretty much down and out after that, and you pretty much knew the game was going be over after that because momentum pretty much swung Houston's way after that,
1: and you know speaking of Philadelphia and Houston, how ironic is it Two of the biggest matchups of the night still Philadelphia and Houston, you know Philadelphia Eagles and the Houston Texans, yeah, the Eagles won twenty nine seventeen Hertz
0: again. Playing like MVP, playing like an MVP. I think
1: he's probably an MVP lock at this point. I would say it's between him and Josh Allen because you know the main the main problem that people were having with Jalen Hurts is like, oh, could he could he pass the ball or is he just a runner? And I, I think he's proved it this year that he could very well he could throw the ball. Uh, I think a big reason for that is because a big part of
0: why he's becoming such a great passer is because they finally have two great. Wide receivers for him, because you had Jalen Rager, who was not a good wide receiver at all. They shipped him off, and then you got AJ Brown and now Devontae Smith, who are two spectacular wide receivers to surround Jalen Hurts with.
1: Oh and I I would know that I got uh, AJ Brown on my fantasy team. It's it's always nice having like somebody guaranteed like you know fifteen points a game. Yeah, he throws, he, he has what four receiving touchdowns against the
0: Steelers, and he has another receiving touchdown last night. He's probably
1: the Eagles' best player other than Hurts. And I think, you know, the moves they made uh, right before the trade deadline, like defensively getting Robert Quinn and everything, I think the Eagles are like actually, like, they're 8-0, but they're like, you know, the team reckoned uh, reckon, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I think they're definitely the team to beat in the NFC East and They're probably going
1: to run away with the division. I think so. But without we'd be saying that the NFC East is like one of the best divisions in football. But uh, also, the NFC, it's pretty wide open right now. You got the Falcons leading the NFC South, you got the Seahawks leading the NFC West. Like nobody expected that. Yeah, the Seahawks have been really surprising
0: given that um, Russell Wilson got traded to the Broncos. And the Broncos really
1: haven't been that good, even with Wilson. No, and Dino Smith has probably been playing better than Russell Wilson this year. He has. He's been a... Much less money for the Seahawks. He's Seas. been a big surprise. He's been really great. All right, so, I mean, we
0: got PSU against Indiana. Who do you got in that?
1: I'm going to go Penn State
0: on that one. What do you think, Andrew? I'm going to go Penn State as well. I think um, they played well against Ohio, but you can't give up 28 points in the final quarter. You can't just play three quarters, you gotta play the full game. Ohio You can't just give up twenty eight points against Ohio.
1: I was periodically checking the score and I think it was like sixteen fourteen and I saw the final score like a couple minutes later, they got forty they ended up with forty four points, right? I was yeah. like, How did they get forty four points? Like how did they get thirty points in the span of like ten minutes? That was incredible.
0: Yeah, something has to be asked about the defensive coordinator Manny Diaz. I mean, you can't just go out there and give up twenty at nine minutes. It's not good at all.
1: And I think for Penn State to like you know, become a powerhouse like like a Georgia or an Alabama, they gotta beat teams like that. They gotta get those big wins. Like they had one uh did they win against Michigan last no, they didn't win against Michigan last year, right? But they gotta like get those wins against Michigan or Ohio State to like really propel themselves from like good to great. Yeah, they had the win against Minnesota,
0: and then they lost against Michigan and Ohio. So, and then we got Tennessee against Georgia. That's gonna be a game on Saturday. I think I think Tennessee is gonna win that one.
1: That's gonna be a really good game. I think I'm gonna go with you know, Tennessee as well. I. I find it hard to believe that they could lose after getting that big win versus Alabama. Uh, So I think Tennessee has like a very good shot at winning the national championship. Yeah. I think Tennessee is putting up
0: about at least 49 points a game, which is the best in the country. So I think they'll definitely, they'll definitely beat uh, Georgia on Saturday. We're going to move on to Abington. Wolfpack soccer against Abington district. For a championship. That should be a really good game. The Wolfpack coming off a 1-0 win against Hazleton. Jeffrey Campos scored the goal in the second half off the assist from John Barker. Who do you have in that game? I
1: think I'm going to go with the Wolfpack in that game. After a big uh, win versus Hazleton, I'm going to go with Wolfsburg. Yeah, I'm going to go
0: Wolfpack as well. I mean, they've been playing really well the last couple of weeks. They've had big wins against Crestwood. They've had big wins against Uh, Hazleton. So I think they'll definitely be able to beat Abington. So now we have varsity football against Emmaus, 6A sub-regional. So Max, you play on the team, you're a linebacker. So what's the scouting report for Emmaus?
1: So I believe Emmaus, they're kind of like more of a modern spread, throw-the-ball offense, but they're not afraid to run the ball as well. It's basically a 50-50 split whether they run or pass. So, you know, they could really do anything. But I feel like what we've been doing this week to prepare has been pretty solid. Yeah, you guys have a, a lot of momentum. You know, wins against... You have pre-game,
0: three wins to end of the season, regular season, you know, Williamsport, Dallas, and then Valley West most recently. So I think you guys have a lot of momentum coming into this game. And I think you guys have a good chance of beating Emmaus.
1: Yeah, I think we certainly do, especially... Yeah, we've been gaining a lot of momentum as of late. I'm excited to see how this game goes. Yeah, me too. So thank
0: you so much for tuning in. If you're tuning in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, for Andrew Marseille, for Max Greger, for all of our wonderful tech and crew, have a great day. (laughs)